Hi, everyone. I am Alina Brickman, former president of UJS, permanent UJS enthusiast. Welcome to the Knowdown. Today's episode is the first in a series of special episodes around the number one event for young Jews in Europe. You know it, it's Summer You. I'll soon be having a short chat with my friend and outgoing UJS president, Avital Greenberg, before having a one-on-one -on -one discussion with this year's UJS presidential candidate, Emma Halali. Hi, Avital. Thank you for joining us from sunny Malaga. How are some of your preparations going? How are you doing? Hi. I'm so excited to be here with you again. Um, I'm all right. Um, Managa is incredibly hot um, and the preparations are going well. We um, are busy and things are coming together. And finally, we have this feeling of um, it's starting. Like after preparing it for so many months, now it feels like it's becoming real. And that's very, very exciting to, to see. Well, that's what we love to hear. <laughs> and um, jumping straight to it, you've had a tremendously intense, super action-packed past year at UJS. You recently decided to step down from the presidential race. You did so really offering a very wise and thoughtful reflection. And we thought it would be meaningful if you shared with listeners of the lowdown how you came to that decision. Yeah, I mean, exactly. It's been, it's been a great year um, with so many, so many unforgettable memories and with so many um, like exciting moments and success moments. Um, and it's also have been a very tiring year um and i think i think i imagine ujs i i have strong ideas how ujs should um and can proceed for the next two years um and i wanted to be that person that a falls like makes these um makes these ideas real um, but also we'll witness what I put in place this year, because there are a lot of things that we achieved that I do want to see also, um, to like continue. And I want them, um, also to, to see in reality things that we've been planning. Um, yeah. And that was, that was the initial thought. But at the same time, while I was um, campaigning, I also had my number one priority, and that's maintaining the organization and maintaining the leadership of EUJS. And eventually, I came to the conclusion that campaigning and, um, and running EUJS was really a lot. And it speeded up a process in, within me um, that might have might we might have faced in a like quite soon um and that was that physically and um and spiritually i am at a point where i cannot commit to two more years um of exactly the same speed and exactly the same quality and as someone that has high ambitions and that has um a 
um, is very self-critical, I do want to guarantee that, that I will give the fullest of myself to UJS. And um, when the tank is empty, um, there is not much to be done. And um, then I think it's more important that um, somebody else takes over despite it, you know, not being my style, my ideas or something, um, but at least with, um, with the commitment that is needed to a position like this. I love that and kind of as an external, but very uh, present observer, I can only agree about how much has happened this past year and how intense and wonderful it's really been. And that's precisely the thing I would love to showcase and really put the spotlight on. So with this very wise and thoughtful reflection that you've had, I want to kind of switch over to looking at what's really been your proudest moment and your number one highlight over this past one year of a crazy ride. Oh, it's been so much because it's like all from different perspectives. There, there is, of course, the like publicity perspective. And the publicity perspective is um, the Twitter trial that we filed together with, um, with HateAid, a legal justice organization in Germany. Um, it's been a major step for UJS. It's a very promising uh, lawsuit against Twitter um, based on the incitement of the people. And... It brought us into over 150 news outlets, a number that we haven't seen for UJS in many, many years. And it also showed a different angle to what UJ how UJS can serve to young Jewish students. Um, it showed that we can um, find not just the use not just the activism on the streets, not just use the advocacy work. But we can use also a legal tool to address our issues. So, of course, I'm incredibly proud of that. Um, but also, I'm also, I'm also incredibly proud of um, a lot of structural things that we improve. We, are, we have a growing office. We um, fundraised um, goods and a lot of money that will be at its best use for um, Jewish students that will affect their work directly on the ground. Um, we launched the, the Next Step grant, which is, um, which is a grant for unions to, um, to do their own programs on the ground uh, with their own people, um, which meant that UJS transformed also in its relevancy to the unions. We are not just um, kind of like a strategical partner. We are not just a, um, a how, how would you say it, um, an ideological partner. We are now also financial partner, which is something that I know that all the predecessors would have dreamt of realizing. Um, and I mean, I, Ali and we had like so many conversations about it, what it means, what the implementation will look like. And this is really meaningful for me because it's the first step 
into opening the door for EUJS to also be um, be a philanthropical, have a philanthropical arm. Um, and we will continue in that because, um, because we also now have another additional program that will go the same um, road of micro grants and of grants. And um, this is something that I hope will really mean a lot for the future. And I'm convinced that this is already in UJS history. So um, while it's been just a year for me and I'm saddened that it's just a year, I also know that this has been a turning point for EUJS. I can definitely confirm that uh, we all would have loved to, to be able to provide that support to member unions. And it is indeed very exciting that it's happening now. Thank you so much, Avital, for taking the time to chat. A big, big shkoye for your presidency and all your work. And very much looking forward to welcoming you in the EUJS Elders Club <laughs> and to see you very soon at Summer U. See you very, very soon. Thanks, Andy. And yes, I am staying around and I really, really hope to, um, to be as helpful to UJS as um, you are. Um, you were a really big, or you are a really big inspiration how alumni can um, keep their care and their enthusiasm uh, for young Jewish students. And keep enjoying summer, you. Oh, yes. <laughs> See you very soon in Malaga. Now, it's a real pleasure to be joined by UJS Vice President and Presidential Candidate Emma Halali. Emma will be chatting a bit about your candidacy and your vision and program for UJS. But first, how are you doing? Are you ready for summer, you? Hi, Alina. It's really nice to, to be talking with you today. Well, I'm, going, I'm doing very good. I'm actually already uh, at the summer you location. Everything is going great. Um, yeah, talking, like trying to understand the place. Um, yeah, really excited for every participants to arrive and that we can have like in-person conversations and fun for a week. Sounds like an excellent plan. And let's jump right in it. Um, I'm going to start with a classic question. What do you think is the biggest issue facing young European Jews today? What is top of mind for you? And how will you be engaging on that issue as part of your presidency? Yeah, so that's um, actually a very good question. Um, I think that, you know, we are, we are witnessing a, a rise in anti-Semitism on campuses and especially through anti-Zionism. And I have unfortunately lived it when I was studying in Netherlands. And I really think that you just should represent more in Jewish students' life on campuses. And and put the emphasis on campuses and be more present. So there is like this thing about Jews must be and feel safe on campuses in general. And that's why I think that you just should be more engaged and for instance, should promote and actually make sure that most of the universities in Europe try to adopt and implement the our working definition of antisemitism. That would be a very good first step um, in this fight to make sure that 
we can actually have a, a thriving Jewish student life on campuses. Um, but also, I think we should work with national unions, our unions, but also national uh, student unions, and they can actually help us on the ground. And that's why we need a good ally network. I think it is uh, very necessary and that UGS should really also put more effort into um, strengthening it and like expanding it. So, yeah, and I think it's also part of, you know, the determination and the implementation of our UGS guide on um, how to support your Jewish students on campuses. And I think that we have a lot of tools um, within the UGS and I really want to use everything that we already have to make sure that we make a bigger impact on Jewish student life on campus. Thank you, Emma. And maybe um, from a more panoramic perspective, it's been a long-lived motto of UJS that human rights are Jewish rights and Jewish rights are human rights. Um, the war in Ukraine, the women-led uprising in Iran, a whole host of humanitarian crises around the world, rising populism here in Europe. Um, we're in a moment of a lot of turmoil worldwide. And I wonder, where do you see UJS's role in this? Um, and I'd love to hear what are your plans, if any, for UJS's human rights campaign never again right now? Yes. So, well, you know, I really think that defending human rights is necessary and like uh, we need to, to, to continue working on it. Um, well, UJS is also about Europe. So we have this um, shared values of rule of law, democracy, freedom, um, respect for minorities. And I think that all of them are really about like commitment to human rights in general. And we need to continue promoting those uh, universal values. And also because we're a Jewish organization and a student organization. So we are concerned about every, um, every, every topics. And when it comes to the Never Again Right Now campaign, so the human rights um, hub of UGS, I think that we need to strengthen the campaigns and we need to continue working on expanding the network. Um, I'm really glad that um, it started uh, again a, a week ago with the new campaign on the refugee rights in the Mediterranean Sea. I think it's going to be a beautiful campaign. Um, so it's starting online, but hopefully it will also uh, be like a more grassroots campaign uh, with in-person events. Um, so we need to continue. And, you know, also we did a lot for Ukraine. We were also planning some different actions since the, the, the relaunch of NARN. And we have a, this big, group of activists that actually want to be involved on the ground and we need to use them and we need to make sure that everyone can really like work on human rights in their countries and with the, with the different unions and that we actually build a stronger human rights hub. I think it should be one of UGS top priority at the moment. All right. Well, I'm very excited to see how that unfolds, um, hopefully in the future. Um, Yes, UJS is a European organization, but also Israel has been a major um, issue and focus in recent months. UJS has made numerous statements related to Israel recently. How will a president, Emma Halali, engage on this topic? And what do you believe is the role of young European Jews in this context? Yeah, so um, I think we need to speak about Israel. I think it's... We definitely need to speak, but we also need to engage with Israeli students and uh, in more general with, the, with different civil society organizations to, you know, better understand the complexity of the Israeli society. 
I also believe that the current political situation is very, very worrying and deeply concerning. And that's why we need to speak up. And that's also, again, we are promoting rule of law and democracy in Europe. So there is no reason that we're not doing the same when it comes to Israel. And we need to make sure that Israel remains a safe space for us um, in any case, so that we know that we have these states that are there and that actually promote our values again. Uh, also, sorry. And that's why I think it's also our, yeah, our duty to defend the Israeli democracy and all its components. Um, but, you know, there is this democratic uh, aspect of Israel, but there is also the um, other aspect, which is that UGS is a Zionist organization. And that's also why we need to, to, to take a stand when it is unfairly criticized, attacked, and especially on its right to exist. Um, so in other words, we, when it comes to the um, Israeli-Palestinian conflict, we, we need to be more engaged. Um, we need, for instance, I think, to take example of the best practices of our unions. Um, for instance, Austria, uh, the UK, France, they are promoting dialogue. They have a lot of uh, different Israeli trips and different Israel engagement programs. And I think we need to take examples of them and actually organize, for instance, a seminar in Israel when we can meet, as I said, um, different civil society organizations and actually Israeli students. I think it's important to, for us to talk to our counterparts. We are students, so let's talk with students and actually understand their vision. So yeah, I really want to do, to do this. But I also think it should... Um, we also need to change the narrative directly in Europe and bring those Israeli students in Europe. That's, for instance, a project that UGF has been leading. Um, so the French Union of Jewish students have been leading for the past years um, when it comes to bringing Israeli students, both um, Jews and Arabs, coming to our campuses and actually have the chance to speak with all students um, about the, the reality of their lives in Israel. And, you know, they have this possibility of exchanging at the beginning, they might not be best friends, but, you know, it's only through discussions that they finally like at each other on social media, for instance. And I think we need to expand uh, this kind of initiatives throughout Europe and throughout our European campuses. Um, that would be very interesting. And that's definitely something I want to do um, if elected president. And one last thing when we, when we talk about Israel, I think that UGS is representing its unions. And we all share different perspectives on Israel and we need to acknowledge this and we need to make sure that whenever we take a stand, we represent our unions and not just a few of them. Thank you. And um, as part of your campaign, you've shared a little bit of your own activist journey so far. Share with us what's been a highlight for you so far and what you sort of learned from it. Yeah. Um, so actually, when was it? It was uh, February 2021. So it was two days after the outbreak of the war in Ukraine. Um, we organized in Paris an international Sabbaton. So when I was national delegate in charge of international relations within the French Union, and we managed to, to, to bring together more than 300 uh, international students, European students. And I think that was a very powerful moment. Um, like for... But fun fact, we had um, hundreds of spots at the beginning and we saw that we had a very increasing demand and we, need, we had to um, make sure that we can also welcome more than 200 more students 
Um, so that was very, I think, really powerful to see that everyone wanted to connect with each other. Everyone wanted to meet with each other. Like we had, I don't know, 10 unions represented there. It was um, quite huge. And I think I was really proud of it, especially that we also managed to combine both this international Shabbat aspect. So the whole Jewish aspect, but also after Shabbat, we had this gathering in front of the Ukrainian embassy with all the unions um, together. And I, we actually demonstrated our support for Ukraine. And the fact that we were all reunited in the same place at the same moment um, during this period was um, very meaningful. And um, yeah, I, I really appreciate that. And I think I will remember this moment for the rest of my life. Thank you. And lastly, it is a lowdown tradition that we finish each episode with a quick fire question round. And so I'm going to give you two options and without thinking or without thinking too much, uh, you'll need to choose one. Mm -hmm. Are you ready? I am. Perfect. So Barbie or Oppenheimer? Oppenheimer. Calling or texting? Texting. Home office or office office? Office, office. Night in or night out? Um, that's tough. Well, it's a night out. Reform or overhaul? Overhaul. Activism or diplomacy? Activism. Summer youth sessions or summer youth parties? Oh, that's very, very tricky. Can, can I say both? Because I really like both. Impossible, sorry. Okay, so parties. Sorry, Don't not sorry. Here, Emma. <laughs> Final one, Summer You Color Run or Summer You Gala? Summer You Gala. Excellent choice. Fancy. Emma, that brings us to the end of our first ever No Down You episode. Thank you so much for joining us for the lowdown and see you all at Summer You. Thank you very much, Adina. It was a pleasure talking to you.